0: We actually agree on kind of a lot.
1: You know,
0: it's like, you can get them to bash the government. You can get them to admit government incompetence. You can get them to acknowledge taxes are too high. You can admit them to acknowledge that they feel like too much sticking out their paychecks and that the potholes are still on the ground. You can get them to acknowledge all this stuff. And yet once you zoom back out, they're like, but still, it's like, I just don't agree with all that Republican BS. And you're
1: like, but you do like, yeah. And I wish we wouldn't label it. Wish we wouldn't, yeah, if we could get past Republican-Democrat and just talk about things we like and dislike, which we've talked about before, you know. But you know what? Part of that is them taking the
0: label off of themselves. Mm -hmm. Because as long as they say, I can never agree or be friends with you because I'm this and you're that, then you have to acknowledge Can you take
1: a label off yourself?
0: I 100% can. Okay. Because I actually feel like I want to, like meet them on some ground. And I think if people were ever to actually become a school, they could get me to probably acknowledge or embrace some borderline left leaning things, you know, like there was a long time with on abortion where I was like, I don't know how, I mean, is it a baby? Is it not a baby? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a good answer until Ben Shapiro basically was like, okay, here's what I think. There's no case you can make for any stage of a pregnancy that you couldn't also put an actual living human in that state in some capacity. Like they're in a coma or they're whatever. And you wouldn't agree to kill the human. So then you can't agree to kill whatever that thing is because it's going to be life. And I was like, yeah, okay. Good yeah. So I was like, well, that convinces me. That's
1: a sound argument. Um, so you like factual stuff. Dude, uh, did you hear Kate Brown saying that she's not going to open up Oregon until 70% are vaccinated in Oregon? <laughs> are is you that, freaking kidding me? No. Is that, uh, <laughs> is that legal? It was posted on our, on our Instagram page. Oh, was it? <laughs> you should follow it. I should, I'll should. think about it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Is that legal? Is that, it's like a, it's like a dictatorship, Wait, so right? that
0: is actually happening or she's proposing that? Well, it's
1: happening and she said it.
0: Wow. Huh. Well, that might not be actually that difficult in Oregon. You don't...
1: I think it still
0: is. Because I think most people live... Most of the populace lives in either Portland or Eugene. Salem, Eugene. Salem, Eugene,
1: Portland. Yeah, but I've talked to a lot of people who don't disagree with getting the vaccine. They're just... I think there's a big group of people who go, the more you force me to it, the more I don't want to.
0: Well, and it's like, to some extent, it's like saying... um do this thing to save lives or else I'll kill you.
1: You know, it's kind of that you went to California this last weekend. Yeah. You and I were in the same area. Didn't see each other once. <laughs>
0: Barely just a picture of a waterfall. Hey, check this out. All right. See you. Which ya.
1: was cool. Did you do the gondola ride or whatever it's called? The- no,
0: I didn't because after that hike, Lynn was like, I don't think I want to really do anything else except lay by the pool. I was like, okay,
1: no, I played a lot of golf.
0: I wanted to go that's, to that. Um, fun. They had an advertisement for it in the parking lot of the hike that I was on for the, gaunt- what do you well, call it? Well, it's just cool
1: because, I, I don't know, it's a, a tram. tram. I don't know. It's the thing yeah. that takes you up on the mountain and then it's like, it, it's so cool. It, like it, you're in a desert and then all of a sudden there's snow on the other side. That's huh. why it's fun.
0: Yeah. Cause I drove, uh, the last time I was there, I drove over the mountain and I went to San Clemente and San Clemente. it was actually cold in some areas. I was like, well, this is crazy. It wasn't that hot there though. This time I was, I was
1: hot. Was, you...
0: you know what because all I have to reference is the time that I went in August and it was 112 all day and all night.
1: Oh uh, yeah, it was hot. Well, anyway, we were down there and we went to a restaurant. Do uh-huh. any restaurants? Yeah. 100% open. Completely open. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? I, thought, I... Uh, we're more liberal than California. And Staunch? here I thought we take whatever our, it is.
0: I thought we take our cues from California. California.
1: We're setting our own. We're paving we're paving a new trail. We're trailblazers. That's what we are up here
0: but i thought she said she was just gonna like i thought it was like this joke that like a week later she was like i'm gonna open back up never mind so that changed
1: I, dude I, all i can tell you is what i saw <laughs> that she doesn't want to open up until but
0: don't you kind of feel like nobody's 70%. really obeying any of the rules like did anything there, really change
1: did,
0: i mean gyms it, maybe something did gyms? anything really change when when she closed us back down like 2 weeks ago
1: for a week yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I So wait, we're back open. Yeah. No, 25% capacity.
0: Oh, well. Did we ever get out of complete lock like did we ever get back to 100%?
1: I feel like you don't live in this state. That's what it feels Dude, like. Dude, you right. got to admit
0: it's a roller coaster ride and it gets
1: exhausting I, after a know, year. You know, I think about the people that go How do you know these facts for sure? Like if you're if you're not a Facebook user or Instagram and all these new rules come out and that's really how you find out news, right? Or somebody else tells you. And you're a business owner, and they're like, oh, this is what you have to do. You're like, no, nah, prove it to me. Like, how do I know that that's true? Yeah, what what's your source? But, and my my source is, oh, my friend Marshall, and, and then he heard it from some guy at work. Well, I guess I'll just uh, close my business down. <laughs> you heard about that one guy that was like, didn't come out. He was supposed to do some work for us, and then... He was like a maintenance guy, and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he's like... He texted, and he goes, Hey, so uh we've been... You know, we've just been on lockdown at home playing video games. Is it safe to come out now? Yeah. <laughs> what? Dude, <laughs> places are open. And then my... I, I don't know, though, because that guy ended up being a little sketchball, but yeah. we
0: texted him, and we're like, Yeah, man, it's like, you can come out. And he's like, oh, okay. He seemed confused, but now I'm like, Maybe he was just... You're just trying to skip out on work. But yes, man, it's been a roller coaster ride and it's been so, so like up and down and like, yeah, I did kind of stop paying attention because other than us closing down the first time and then us like kind of starting to open back up, which was a big deal because we were Mm -hmm. closed down for a long time. And then it was like, wow, I can go out to eat again. And so, you know, you, you you know that one, but after it's like the roller coaster ride of like what level we're at and
1: then I, I stopped paying attention as long as I can go to work. Well. Yeah. It's like you go to work and what? Go home? Uh, yeah, but you can go out to eat. You could go out to eat for a long time. You I, still can. You can go out to eat at 25% capacity. Yeah, but do you feel like people are really obeying those rules tightly? Here's what's happening with it. This is why it bothers me. It's it Whether they're obeying it 100% or not, You a lot of these places just don't accommodate a family of five. So if you want to go out, or or six friends, you have to make reservations. I have to plan. We've talked about... There was an early episode... Are you a planner? Do you like, or do you like spontaneity? Uh-huh. And we learned that I we call know. those
0: the bad episodes.
1: Yeah, that was, they were. Th- I, whenever we <laughs> talked about this the last week, I was when I was talking to somebody down in California. They're like, "Yeah, I was listening to some of your episodes. Which ones? Yeah, which, which ones? ones? I need to know what I should. Be proud God, or don't let it be those early ones. <laughs> uh.
0: They were terrible." i Although you know what, every episode we do, I go, oh well, that was a really bad episode, and then I go back and listen, and I go, oh, it wasn't that bad. So I wonder because I've never actually gone back and listened to our first like ten.
1: Well, oh, we should do that as a challenge. Oh, we should. The cringe uh, then challenge. then we'll hype it up. But anyway, I it was spontaneity versus you know being a planner, and I I like spontaneity, and the, the COVID's ruining that for me. It's ruining my spontaneity ness. Yeah, I think that's how you say that. Where nope. I just go, let, yep, that's a word, <laughs> where I just go, I want to go out, hey, let's, today guys, let's go do this. And then you get there and they're like, sorry, do you have a reservation? They always, do you have a reservation? N- no.
0: Are you not it's a dentist. fan of like um, the outdoors? Because they they're pretty open outdoors, right? Like you, well, could,
1: yeah, outdoors is open. That makes uh, sense. I'm saying
0: you can go and eat outdoors in groups?
1: Bigger um, groups? You no, know, I'm fine with outdoors, I, but they, that's not... Even still, there a lot of places, outdoor capacity is not very big. they had uh, to build that on the fly, man.
0: Well, hey man, get on my train. I just keep like one or two people
1: around me. You I, look miserable all of the time, so that's not something I'm getting on.: It's a train time. I don't want to ride. I sleep a lot. That, I get a lot. Not sleep. not a I'm, selling point. I'm very healthy. That, my vital
0: statistics have gotten way better over the last year.: I
1: don't, What does that mean for you? It means like blood pressure. No, okay. I don't need the scientific definition. What does it mean for your life? Like, what do you get out of that? Great. You're healthier. I'm not a fat person. I don't, like, I can get. I don't know. Last episode, you acknowledged a double chin. So, that's what someone I was born with. Thank you, (laughs) sir. That was super rude. Of rudeness, and oh. so that's just a defect in my. It doesn't matter what I do; I have that double chin. I except for growbeard and then it's not there. I can play sports. I can keep up with the best of them if I choose to. Um, the mm. the best of the people I know. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's better. I just played a decent round of golf down in California. Did really well. Got, got an eagle. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, I did. On an actual like legit
0: course on a on a golf course. Like, are you talking like um, putting?
1: No, it's, it's not, no, I mean, there was putting involved, <laughs> Is it like It's not, it, it not a putt putt. Did no. you eagle in mini golf? I did not eagle. I've eagled in mini golf, but no, this is not mini golf. Huh. Yeah. I feel like there's something missing. Yeah, there is. Now, all... You could keep prodding there and maybe you'd get there. The, prove put, this the, the point is I golfed with somebody who's really good and better than me and I kept up with him. What? That is the biggest point there. Anyway. Yeah, well, I'm, golf doesn't take health. So, so yeah. What do you get out of your health? What is it? I feel better, and here's the thing: I feel great. Two years feel ago, better than what?
0: Yeah, but I, maybe, maybe you've always felt like trash, and you don't know how trashy you feel. I don't know, but you can't say no. that either because you, a couple of years back, you looked like you were doubled over in an office, and you thought you were bleeding internally, and you had to fix that through making some changes in your life. Yeah, and I've done the same thing in the right, last that's why two I years. Feel great, right? You feel you, great but now.
1: You're comparing your situation. You think you were feeling that bad?
0: I. How could you compare, man? I don't know. No, probably not, because you were pretty. You look pretty miserable. Well, okay, it's different stuff, though. I don't, I don't
1: care. So let's just pretend you, because maybe you are that bad. Maybe you really do feel that bad because you do look miserable. What are you getting out of that now? Are you actually uh, with people more? Are you? Dude, getting out my of the house? mood
0: is so much better from the time I wake up until the time I go to sleep, and that may sound small, but that's big to me. Because do you remember times when we would do training and you were like, "Hey, man, why don't you try to have some energy about you?" And I was like, "I am just tired, man. I don't. My and my mood's not there." Like living your life with like your mood at level like five, out of 10, it sucks. And then you realize, oh, it's because my hormones are all jacked up. So yeah, it's I feel better.
1: Are you taking testosterone?
0: I'm taking all sorts of things.
1: Mm. I'm actually get off the estrogen. I you can turn your estrogen into
0: testosterone. Can you? Yeah, there's a drug you can take, and I'm like, give me that then. I'll mm-hmm. take it
1: all. Yeah, I don't I don't know the science behind that.
0: I don't even, I don't know any of the science behind this stuff. I don't even know why we were talking about this.
1: Because. Who knows why we got there? Here, here's the question.
0: 80 I, uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, here's the question I texted you though earlier this week. Do you remember what it was?
0: Yeah, it was something about uh, future, like planning for your future. Yeah,
1: yeah. I wouldn't. No, no, not planning for your future. Is how do you navigate? You just it,
0: agreed so wholeheartedly and then immediately, immediately. retracted it. You're yeah, because like, no. it sounded lame, when, lame. the way that you said it, sounded the way you texted it, sounded lame.
1: Mm-mm, the way no, <laughs> the way you turned my. Fun text into a boring oh, text. Okay. Yeah. No. It's how do you how do you navigate through this time we're in? We touched on this a little bit before. I'm gonna navigate into the future, but we we talked about how we hedge against uh, inflation, right? Mm-hmm. But like, just how do you navigate this current state that we're in? And can I paint the state that we're in? Yeah. You yeah. Can try. Okay. Because there's been quite a few things. The reason why I think about it a lot, um, just like my my son I was with my son this weekend and you know he's talking about a lot of different things we started talking about cryptocurrency and he's like oh, I want to buy some cryptocurrency and you're like okay uh, that was a big discussion as it always is right on a side note,
0: I feel like our cryptocurrency episode that I thought would maybe get people a little off the cryptocurrency thing got people way more into it
1: oh yeah got me into it. Even i bought you. cryptocurrency Everybody literally was, was like, Give me more. I'm still a doubter, but I was like, Well, I might as well ride this train while I can Might as well do this. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, I he my son was was on that. And then I'm and then okay, so here's one thing. Tesla now on their website accept cryptocurrency. Somebody was on Craigslist and one of their sites was like, We accept the looking at cars, like, we'll accept cryptocurrency. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is getting adopted. So then you, you go, Okay, well now now our, our kids slash us, like we're I feel like I'm a little, I don't know if I'm behind. I'm not too far behind. I'm not too old yet. But there's a lot of things I need to understand right now. And I've got different forms of money. There was like the stock market that you play, right? Uh And you have your cash and your gold. And now I've got this whole other, it's not just Bitcoin. It's other cryptocurrencies that everybody's posting on there going, this one's the next big thing. So now I've got that to navigate through. And then, I mean, have you heard about the the fuel crisis right now going on?
0: Yeah. And did you also, I want to ask you, did you hear about that like, doggy coin doji doji coin is that how you say it i don't even know i've only read it
1: doggy would be with two g's but you understand
0: like the meme is like a dog okay yeah yeah so it's a little misleading but i i don't know where that one ended up but
1: that was one that yeah no that one's uh, yeah that one's a big one out there that's got everybody talking as well i think dude tesla made so much money with that bitcoin investment they did well indeed did you see elon musk like tweeted something about like Doji coin and putting yeah.
0: it putting one in and sending it to the moon. I'm like, dude, you're you're just gonna make that go uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. And, and, and Doji
1: is one of the cheapest ones, so if you wanted to get into cryptocurrency, you might as well just buy some of that. Even if you just threw a hundred bucks at it, why not? Why not? What's a hundred dollars? What's stopping you from investing in it? Dude, this
0: is the thing. I'm not necessarily for or against it, I just I don't care that much because it's just
1: gambling. It's like anything else.
0: It's like right. just go get just a scratch gambling. a ticket. Yeah, no. it's easier. I don't have to get it. I don't think it's easier. Year. I think it's to you, get a scratchy ticket.
1: I think the odds of you making money are greater in the in the cryptocurrency world than. I don't know about that. Okay, why don't I? Why don't I take the same amount of money in crypto? I'll put it in whatever you choose. Throw a freaking dart, and you go buy a hundred dollars worth of lottery tickets, and let's see what happens. All right, sounds like something we can really just prove tonight. Let's do it. Okay, I don't, I don't buy lottery tickets, so that it'll work well. Hundred bucks. I'll go, I'll go invest it and see what happens. Let's do but it. The, the other thing is like, hey man, how can you stock away fuel? Because there's a couple things going on with with fuel right now, I mean, they had the, the cyber attack up in, uh, the East coast mm-hmm. gas stations running out of gas mm-hmm. and that dude, that's freaking scary. Dude. And that, at least- is, is that just a ploy? Is that just a big giant puppet, you know, ploy to get us into electric cars? I don't know. I, did you get that email today where it was like, there's
0: a couple big, um, car companies who are like saying it's not this electric car thing is not going to,
1: Get adopted very quickly, like everyone thinks that it is. Like Toyota's like, hey, in the next 10 years, we're not moving away from gasoline. We're still going to have, we're going to do the hybrid thing, but that's, that's it. Yeah. And then we
0: sold a car
1: today to a guy who was like in the lumber industry and he was like, dude, the, and he was
0: buying like a $70,000 oh, car.
1: There's the other thing. Lumber. Dude, if yeah. you want to build, that's again, if navigating through the future, it's going to be impossible to own a house, let alone build a deck if I want to yeah. in my backyard. is Dude, this is exactly, there, this is exactly what I was talking
0: to you about with the dollar, like hyperinflation. Like we're this isn't
1: hyperinflation yet, but this is where you see this is more like scarcity, isn't it? I mean, that I guess, that's a good question, Mister Economist, that you are. Is this right now we have a scarcity issue, right? Well, are you asking or are you telling me? But because no, I'm asking you because you have a there, fuels a little bit of a scarcity thing. Lumber it isn't it's not because people want to charge more, isn't it? More of a scarcity than it is an inflation thing.
0: No, because it's not as though the amount of lumber available in the last year took a huge dip. It's because prices are shooting up so high. That's what makes it not scarcity versus uh, inflation. It's the same with cars right now, man. I mean, it's not as though... I mean, to some
1: extent, there's less cars for sure. I don't know that I bite off on that, just FYI. On what? the scare- I think it is more scarcity than it is. Okay, well, define scarcity. Um, there... It- Things are more scarce. Okay. so there's, Let's dig a little deeper. The, okay. The demand for something is higher than how much the supply is. So what happens? The price goes up, right? Yes. The so price. Are, I'm just curious. Are or the you, availability just Are you saying there? the same
0: thing? Because scarcity would literally mean like the supply of it dwindled dramatically. Are you telling yeah, I'm me I'm saying
1: that- the supply of it dwindled dramatically. I'm saying where instead of the price just going up, like if you were to go to Lowe's and say, I want, you know... 25 two by fours and Lowe's is going, we don't even have 25 two by fours. We have 11. Yeah, but that's not from. scarcity, man. That that's is, not scarcity.
0: It's not scarcity because the amount of lumber available to those suppliers, those are just middlemen, right? But the amount of lumber available to them from like wholesalers isn't going down. How do you know that the it's am- not going down? How do you know it's not?
1: Uh, isn't that? I a- said. <laughs> how do you know it's? <laughs> how do you know it is? Okay. How do I know it is going down? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why are
0: you so convinced that the mechanism you're looking at makes it scarcity and not inflation? Okay, well, I can't speak to lumber because I'm
1: not a lumberist. Okay, but you just did, so let's dig into that. No, because because
0: we don't know anything about anything, so we might as well talk
1: about one thing. Okay, well, let's talk about the things I do know that are scarce. Okay. How about that? Because if I can't speak to lumber, let me speak to cars or fuel, because I can speak to both of those. Okay. Would you argue that those aren't scarce? (laughs) I'm arguing with cars that
0: there is... A shortage of microchips for sure. So, which makes a shortage of cars. Right. And I think that that's not because there's a scarcity of the resources, but because we had a, um, what do you call it? Like a, an artificial stop in production.
1: So, yes, it's like a false scarcity that I think that's driving a lot of. If you stop making something, that's not false. That's literally stopping making it.
0: No, but I'm saying it isn't as though the, the raw resources ran out. It was just, it's just a bottleneck. That it'll get fixed. We all acknowledge it will get fixed. That's not a bottleneck. Yes, it is a bottleneck. It's no, a bottleneck. A
1: bottleneck is where something's being held up somewhere. It is. And then once, and then once that flow comes in, every, it is.
0: A hundred percent, it
1: is. How? No, nobody's manufacturing these chips. The chips are going to be manufactured again. It's not because there's a lack of. They're the They're going to be manufactured again, but they're not being manufactured now.
0: And why aren't they?
1: I I don't I don't know because people it, don't. Because wanna. you think
0: the material that it. To create them just magically disappeared off the planet Earth? Because
1: the technology that is used to build those chips is old technology and newer companies don't want to use it. Yes.
0: Okay. So you're saying the microchips or the technology to make the microchips?
1: I'm saying both. Yeah. So I guess I'd have to
0: dig into that a little deeper because I'm not sure I follow your line of... of you're saying that the technology got antiquated, and so they just went, "We're not going to make this anymore." But yet, the entire world depends on those things, and yet they're going. Now nah, I'm not saying make you
1: don't have companies jumping at the bit to move their manufacturing away from whatever they're, they're manufacturing for chips, for computers, playstations, whatever have you. They right? are
0: though. They're ramping up production of and chips,
1: the, and now they're going. Okay, now I've got to move it to to the auto industry, and there's certain companies that are saying, "I just don't want to do that."
0: Yes, and that's exactly because it's a bottleneck. It's not an actual. It's not an actual market demand. It's that we go, Hey, we turned off the trick that we turned off the supply and people acknowledge that yes, there is a bottleneck right now and there's a shortage, but they'll, the, uh, uh, the infrastructure in that industry will make up for it and it'll come back and it'll be fine. New yeah, industries so, don't need to get not, into it. So
1: how's that? That's that, that is more a supply issue than it is an inflation issue, isn't it?
0: I think it's causing the inflation because it's, but again, it's not as though like you're, you're talking about lumber as though trees don't, uh, don't, don't like appear anymore. It's not as though there's like a tremendous amount less trees today than there were. So I think that I think that that's inflation.
1: Well, okay. Just because you have something doesn't mean that it's available to you. So yes, maybe let's just pretend trees are an unlimited resource that we have. I didn't say that. Well, sounds like you're saying that. (laughs) And you still have to have the people to cut down the trees, right? Then you have to have the people to process the cut down trees. And you Mm -hmm. have to have the people who transport the processed cut down trees, Right. So mm-hmm. you have to have all those fall in line. If there are less drivers on the road that say, hey, you know what? I really don't feel like hauling trees then the or wood, then those aren't getting to the processing plants slash to the lows. If you have people who go, I don't really want to process trees anymore, then you're not getting uh, to, into lumber. Then you're not getting the lumber. So yeah, you're I get sa- it. you're saying that, well, we have plenty of trees out there, so it's not a supply issue. But it absolutely is a supply issue if there's people unwilling to do it.
0: Are you saying in the supply chain there's raw resources that there's shortage of? Not necessarily. Yes. There's not too. There, not necessarily. There's not enough trees that you're saying the raw re- yes. resources to transport. Okay, so talk to me about the fuel thing because I'd like to know more about that.
1: Well, there's. I think there's two things going on with the fuel thing. One, whatever that pipeline Keystone. Well, that pipeline, the Keystone pipeline that they shut down, the one that just got hacked in in, in the East Coast where we had a bunch of. Gas stations out there running out of fuel, and then then you have the panic. Why don't effect. you outline that? Because I've only heard a little bit about it, and you seem to know a lot. So mm. maybe other people. Let's not go with a lot, but there's next a- to
0: God and gas, mm-hmm. this is all, all you know.
1: There's some. <laughs> there's a mixture, or there's a there's a major pipeline up there that got hacked. By up where? Uh, it's like I think it's up on the northern northeastern side of the the United States. Okay, so it is United States? It is the United States. Yeah, yeah. and. They don't. I don't know who hacked it, but that in and of itself is a little bit scary, right? And when you
0: say hack it, what do you mean?
1: Um, they broke it in and shut it down. Like cyber or cyber physically? Hack. Yeah. Cyber okay. hack, Yeah. And I don't know who and so who's they're doing like, it. And they're, this is all on the download. So know.
0: northeast part of the United States, a major pipeline got cyber hacked. Yep. And they shut it down.
1: Gas stations from New York all the way down to you know uh, so- South Carolina. Uh, we're running out of fuel. Mm -hmm. So you had, it started off with just a few stations running out of fuel. I think they said 5% of gas stations there didn't have fuel. And then it rapidly jumped up from there because you had the panic effect where people are like, well, fill up everything and let's hoard it. Yeah. And so then they ran out exponentially. I don't know how we get our gasoline on the, on the West coast. I don't know if we have our own pipeline or what (laughs) that's about to be hacked, but I do know that they said there's a shortage of, truck drivers, Mm -hmm. uh, truck drivers are a dying breed. Kind of, it's a little bit more of an old school breed of people who like to get into that um, industry. And so it's not being passed down and Mm -hmm. you, there's, there was less of them on the road during COVID. There's even less of them now here. A lot of them took the cue of COVID to go, ah, I'm retiring. And Mm -hmm. so they retired and there's nobody to fill those shoes. And so you, they say that come this summer, that there's going to be a large fuel shortage because people just don't want to drive these trucks.
0: Well, yeah, I guess in that regard, I, I could agree that in the short run shortages, which I I don't know if I agree with the term shortage, because I think that, I think when you have a temporary inability to transport finished goods, that, that doesn't constitute that the raw materials are in short supply.
1: So I think there's still, <laughs> that's you again, there's plenty of trees out there. It's just, yeah, somebody's there's got plenty of
0: trees and the gas is still out there. We just need to find people to transport them. And I think that, yes, you're going to have ebbs and flows and supply chains that are going to affect prices. That is true. But I also think that the thing that is the the broader picture is how many trillions of dollars have been pumped into the economy. Literally. I mean, I think I read it on, I don't remember what website, but of all the U.S. currency that's ever been paper currency that's ever been printed, thirty percent of it has been printed in the last ten months. Mm-hmm. That is a scary number, and so that you would be retarded to think that that's not going to affect prices in the upward direction. So when somebody like you goes, "Yeah, there's not enough truck drivers," and then the gas prices go up because there's been this one-off hack, and and people are scared, and there's a uh, an uh, artificial shortage happening that or artificial price artificial. hike based on Mm -hmm. a shortage that's temporary, I go, yeah, that's going to spike prices for sure. But that's not what I'm concerned about because those are supply chain issues and they get corrected. And the same with your thing about truck drivers in the industry, I go, okay, well, that was true of like blue collar workers, like welders and electricians 20 years ago. Then all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden it's like every 20 year old is making a hundred grand a year doing it. Right.
1: But I guess all of a sudden the difference is now all the truck drivers are $80,000 a year jobs or $100,000 a year jobs. Is that what, is that what the solution is?
0: I don't know what the solution is, but I know that generally in economics, if an industry becomes profitable or more profitable, then people flock to that industry. Firms take into that industry. There's more employment, uh, more labor available to it. That's just the natural allocation of resources in an economy. It just corrects itself. It's the price mechanism.
1: Hmm. You know, I, I wasn't around in the seventies, but you know there was a fuel shortage in the seventies, right? You weren't? I thought you were. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh. I know. It's like you're selling my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but you've heard about the fuel shortage in the seventies, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and then that's when a lot of cars started moving away from V eights to four cylinder, you know, let's see what we can get out of a six cylinder and a four cylinder, and the motors got smaller, cars got smaller. Yeah. All of a sudden <clears> that Wow. The Japanese market started taking over a lot more. That was like a big Kickstarter for the Japanese market. Yeah. And then then the like Ford Pinto and all those cars came out. Right? Well, then
0: they started competing. Yeah. yeah. And another thing was, is they, um, the U S well, I shouldn't say the U S government cause they actually didn't do a lot of this, but a lot of these big car brands, um, started paying for lobbyists to rather than get more efficient with their cars, they paid for lobbyists to go to Washington and try to lobby to like block basically foreign competition because when like toyota came out they were making really cheap cars that were like really reliable and really fuel efficient and rather than wanting to compete these big car makers just paid lobbyists to go and try luckily it didn't work out because obviously we have a lot of japanese cars now and every other brand um but that was because of it i also think that it was partly the gas crisis then that probably spawned it. But I also think it was just a shift away from people's tastes and preferences. Like if you go back to the late sixties, I mean, it was like high performance racing cars mm-hmm. being sold on the open market, like Nova's and Chevelle's and Camaro's. And then you fast forward 20 years and it's like, most people didn't really want that. They kind of just wanted like a commuter car. So, so it's like taste and preferences. <clears throat> so now
1: change. what are they going to,
0: I don't know. I feel like people, <clears throat> I feel like if we go to all electric, <coughs> Um, or, or let's say predominantly electric, it isn't going to be because the government top down mandated it. I think that's going to be maybe a push and a nudge, but I think it's going to be only if people's tastes and preferences really start to lean towards hmm. electric cars, which we do see a little bit because Tesla, as you think back 10 years ago or how many years ago, six, seven years ago, we had like a Tesla on our showroom and we we're all nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like,
1: we love Teslas. Do you like, would you own a Tesla? Absolutely. You would? Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Why?
0: I just think they have cool technology. They look different. I They never... look all the same. Oh, uh, they look different from other cars. Oh, okay. Interior and exterior. Yeah. And, you know, they got, like, the gold wing doors and, like, just weird that's, things. That's
1: the Model X only. Yeah.
0: But okay, it's got that, and almost no other brands have that on anything.
1: You know, it looks like a Pontiac Aztec, one of the ugliest cars ever made.
0: Yeah. Is that that... Uh, have you ever seen Breaking Bad? No. Yeah. Oh, you didn't, do.
1: I will. You know, wa- this is very surprising to me because didn't we just talk about a couple episodes where you like watched nothing? Yes. is a documentary. Yes. And the one show that I, apparently I haven't seen, you've uh, seen. Well,
0: you said you watch it uh, or watch Arrested Development too. Yeah. I've never seen that show. So maybe that'll be our trade-off show. Okay. It's you watch hilarious. Breaking Bad and I'll watch Arrested Development. I know.
1: Development. I've heard tons of people talk about Breaking Bad. I feel like I missed the boat on it. Though. It was like, it was talked about so much and then if I watched it, Everybody's already talked about it. So I'm like, so late to the game.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think I watched it late, but not this late. I probably wouldn't watch it this late just because I would feel like it's watching some real old dated stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And but then I'm going to watch it and start talking about it and everything. Like, Marshall, that's <laughs> so five years old. And Nobody yeah, that's true. You're going to be super
0: excited about it. Guess what happened? Dude, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Arrested Development was one though that I'm like, I don't even know when that came and went. Like that was passed completely under my radar.
1: Well, it can't, so what's interesting about that show, and this is like a, a sign of the times, right? So that show came out and it had three seasons and I think it was on Fox and it was, if you caught it on in the beginning, you know, it, every show leads into another show. So mm-hmm. if you come in the middle, you're kind of confused and scratching your head, but the people that watched it thought it was hilarious. And so they tell, Hey, Aaron watched the show. Then you watch me like that show's dumb. Yeah. So that's what happened. Well, then it didn't get for, it didn't get signed on for a fourth season. It went away. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then all of a sudden, shortly after that, the Netflix era hit and the binge watching hit. And then it became a cult following for Arrest um, Development. And It was
0: a network television show?
1: Yeah. And then okay. Netflix somehow got all of them, the whole cast back together and then made a season four and a season five. So that's it? Five seasons? So far. But the, oh, I mean, so like. They- it's hilarious how much older they are, but they like the way they play it is, is funny. you know gonna look different
0: there was a show that apparently came out in like the late nineties or maybe it was like two thousand and I don't it was called like um I don't remember what it was called like outcast or something like that and it was basically just like young younger kids in like high school and middle school. And they were all weirdos and outcasts. And it was like walking you through like the angst and struggle of being in high school, super entertaining. A lot of big names in it. Like the producer was like Mike Judd. There was a lot of people who were young kids then, but they became big stars. And it was like two seasons. It was like one of the better shows that I was immediately hooked into. it. I watched both seasons and I was like, that was a great show. And then I found out basically like it didn't get picked up. And so they never made it again. I don't even
1: know how network television does it anymore because nobody wants to wait a week to week to watch the no. show. You want to just binge watch you, it and get it out of the way. Have you
0: ever um binge watched anything on Hulu and they do like clumps at a time where they'll do like, okay, five episode release, but then they'll make mm. you wait a while and do five more. And I go, even that's getting a little
1: bit older. I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> wait for anything anymore. Yeah. Because you don't predict how many I'm going to watch tonight. Okay? Right. <laughs> I might want to watch two tonight, but then seven tomorrow. <laughs> so don't limit me. Although I will give
0: Netflix props because one of my biggest complaints, because I'm a weirdo that like I sleep with my TV on, like I can't. I can't just... Oh, yeah, that is weird.
1: Just emitting energy, radiation, everything, probably. Don't care. I need it. Super healthy. I
0: need to feel comforted and like somebody's always there. I don't Mm -hmm. know what it is. Maybe my dad didn't hug me enough when I was a kid. Um, Mm. But they always used to... I hated Netflix back when Netflix was like the primary um, streaming app.
1: Yeah, like the only one.
0: Because... It would always stop and go, Are you still watching? And then you'd <laughs> wake up to that and be like, dude, I hate that. And now they have it where it's like, stop asking me if you're if you're done watching or oh, whatever. And I funny. go, Thank you. Yes, don't ask me again.
1: You see the thing about Netflix though it still has a lot of places beat there's no commercial still, right? Yeah. They do dump a whole season in. Like Tiger King, it was like, Boom, there it is. Watch yeah. it if you want. You know? Dude, that's
0: why all their shows are like sleepers. like Because you go, Oh, that you just notice it and you've been like what like <laughs> passing by and then one day you go back and you go, Oh, holy crap, this is an amazing entire series that I've been perusing over for months. Tiger King was one of them, actually.
1: Like, I'll I'll watch... So we have Peacock, and I'll start watching a show. And and then you'll get to, like, the third episode in, and they go, hey, this one is brought to you by blah, blah, blah. You get to watch it ad-free. And I'm like, crap, I was going to go to bed. Mm -hmm. But now that I earned my way to an ad-free one, (laughs) I guess I'm staying up for another half hour. Do you ever look at, like, your...
0: Because you said you, you budget yourself or you like keep track of your budget on like a spreadsheet or something. You kind of like, you have your own way of like tracking all of your finances. Yeah. Do you ever look at, do you ever look at all of the, um, subscriptions subscriptions and isn't there an app for that? Yeah. But doesn't it, does it seem to you like a lot or do you look at it and go, dang, I'm getting a lot for like a hundred bucks.
1: But yeah, I think it's all in how you look for it. Ever since I sniffed my cable bill, I feel like I'm getting a deal. Yeah. It's the little ones that sneak under the radar like Disney plus isn't it like 699 yeah and I go, dude I don't even know the last time I watched Disney Plus right now I like we watched it a lot at first and then now we like never watch it and I go, oh man but it's only 699 so i'm not going to cancel yeah. it. Well that's like when i got I my should. last iPhone they're like oh yeah it
0: comes with the HBO app for free or something. Mm-hmm. My and Apple
1: you, phone came with Apple TV plus.
0: And then it's like free for a while and then it's like 6 bucks a month and you're like i'm not going to log into the
1: website and go through the process of canceling <laughs> for 6 bucks. That's I'm why subscription based things so are genius. Smart. I need a subscription based something to get it somebody. All i need is a decent amount of people. I mean if you think about it the, All I need like, is a product <laughs> that people want and would pay for, and
0: I could be rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and have them.
1: It's a, it's just a quick rich get rich
0: quick scheme. <laughs> Six bucks at mm-hmm. a time. Speaking so, of cheap, when I was in Palm Desert, I went to H uh, and M. H&M.
1: Oh yeah, right next to the Starbucks Reserve.
0: Yeah, and I've never freaking been to that store, and everyone talks about it, and I'm like, holy crap! You can get like cheap. Uh, you can get like. A freaking carload of clothing for like a hundred (laughs) bucks.
1: Well, I don't think it's that much. It was insane,
0: and but then the sad part is, I was like, "Cool, I got a bunch of extra T-shirts that Uh were great," and then I went and I washed one, and it shrunk to like half size. And oh no, no,
1: yeah. So H and M is yeah, they they did the same thing with some of the sweatshirts I bought. You have to be very careful of that. Also, I mean, it's just kind of cheap stuff. Yeah. It is. It fits weird. It, you look, yeah. I, I have to try everything on. There was there was a cool pair of pants there one time. And I was like, oh, those are sweet. And I almost bought them off the rack. And luckily, I, I tried them on. They fit my, I was with my nephew and they fit him great. And then I put them on and I was like, this is the weirdest pair of pants I've ever had in my the life. The
0: shirts just fit weird too, where it's like, I'm not going to return them because it was six bucks. But I'm also like, because
1: <laughs> I didn't try them on. They've got the subscription thing going on They with you, really man. do,
0: dude. That's If a, we make it
1: cheap enough, they won't even bother smart. returning. Dude,
0: they are literally the IKEA of clothing.
1: Mm. they are they're cheap and you know they're cheap and they're not gonna last that long but you're like i'll doesn't it sound like a decent brand though like the way h&m it doesn't sound like a cheap brand and like do growing, they- growing up we had payless shoe source it was called payless yeah, Shoe like, Source. could it be any less uh-huh. attractive and then ross dress for less yeah I and mean, they had all these in and, and then target had a bad name back then too yeah and that's where you had to shop now it's oh you can go to h&m yeah and h&m like, oh, sounds good and they
0: make their stuff look really good on the rack like, mm-hmm. when you're looking, you're like, this is a really awesome t shirt, these
1: are awesome pants, and then, like you said, you try them on, they're just garbage. They fit weird, I'm not gonna lie, that's for sure. But Pe- people make fun, or I don't know if they make fun of me, but they've given me a hard time in the past because there's two things I'm really into. I love, well, three, four, my whole outfit, really. I just, I love shoes, I like a good pair of jeans, mm-hmm. and I like a t shirt. I love a t shirt and a good quality t shirt. Everybody's like, oh, that's weird, you pay $50 for a t shirt, absolutely, because one, it fits right, it's soft. And it doesn't shrink. Dude, the soft thing, that is so true
0: because I went to, before this little, uh, palm desert getaway, I was like, I just, I just need t-shirts. I just want to buy a bunch of Mm t-shirts and just have some, a bunch of fresh. I noticed you have one on tonight. Yeah. And it's not that bad. It's one of the better ones of HM. It was like a nine. Yeah. It was like that longer fit, which Mm -hmm. is like trendy, which I didn't even know this was long until I put it on. I go, Oh, it's like a skirt. Weird. (laughs) Yeah. I could take off my pants and I'd be wearing a dress. (laughs) Yes. I could be very casual, but, uh,
1: you made me lose my train at that.
0: <laughs> ah, dang it. Yes. It's
1: been so long. Dude. That's you, a win. Are we need a we need a board that I can put up here and I can start keeping track of when I make you lose. Yes.
0: I think I've gotten you one or, once or twice for sleep. Yeah, like That's months. what it was. That I left and I was like, even if all this fits like garbage. But you get like
1: half a point for remembering and getting back on yes. track within a certain time. So period. I just got my points back. Okay. But I
0: left and I go, who cares? I spent a hundred bucks for all this. If it all fits like garbage, I don't care. One time you burn it. Don't
1: even care. Isn't that where like clothes... You know, that's another thing that's like totally changed with time. Yeah. I look at my dad's closet and he's had things since... For mm-hmm. 50, 60 years, and you can look back at pictures and be like, "Hey, you still have that?" I, yeah, I noticed you wearing that jacket, and they're still in like pristine. Like my dad has this really cool uh, sweater; it, it's kind of a Christmassy sweater, but it's made of wool, uh-huh. and it's like super nice. Yeah. And it, it, it I, he has these pants made from Thailand, and they're it, like really what... cool. And now we just like I. I can't think of, if I go in my closet right now, or if you were to go in your closet, pick an item that you go, I'm going to have this for 30 years, 20 years. I'm going to have this for 20 years. Yeah, no, there's nothing, dude.
0: And I I remember one time I I went to Bend, and I went to this one, like, really kitschy, hipster men's clothing store. And I paid, like, $250 for this, like... Vest looking thing. I don't even know what planet I was on buying a vest. A I don't even, vest. I don't wear vests. I've never a vest seen you wear a vest and you never will. But the brand was Filson, F I L S O N. And I was like, what is this brand? And then I found out it was basically like a really expensive, high quality, legit farmer brand. And so the hipsters adopted it because it's like it looks very farmery. Mm. But I go, it's it was made from like goose down and like real leather and suede on the inside and it and everyone's like, dude, that's the best vest. You're gonna love it. And I go, It's just so ugly now, but it's gonna last me forever. And it's like my dad, he used to like have like Boot shine stuff. Like, if he had a pair of boots, he would like keep up with them. Mm. And now i go, we just buy shoes, we wear them until they look
1: ugly, and then we throw them away. Wear <laughs> them until next season. And yeah. You're like, uh, yeah, no, I need, uh, I need some hiking boots again. Yeah. I'm going to get them. Clothes just wear out really quickly. But I, I, I have come to a state in my life because this happens when you first get married, you know, you need, you need a ton of things in your house. Yes. You know, so you just go, okay, Farberware ikea yeah. you know you have to buy it all so you can you can fit your house mm-hmm. and you don't care about the quality of the stuff and then as you get older and you move a couple times you're like ikea can only be moved once or maybe twice right. and then um the plastic fiberware stuff you know you're like mm-hmm. okay fine i'll get those cut code knives or whatever it is mm-hmm. you start to invest in some good things like you know a, a shark or dyson vacuum or something mm-hmm. and then you like for me i see the value and i go oh Cause I'm actually going to keep this. It's hard for me to foresee 10, five years down the road and go, I'm going to have this vacuum for five years. But I've even started to do that with clothes. Like I bought this, I bought some John Vervedo's shoes. Mm -hmm. They were kind of expensive. I don't even say what they were, but go ahead. say it. We all know. You're a one percenter. You uh, might as well just toss it out there. That's funny (laughs) that you think that, um, I, I've had them for like six years. That's like the longest I've ever had shoes. Yeah. And then this jacket that I have that I think I got uh, when I was with my wife in Paris, I've had that one for, it was expensive, but I've had it for again, six or seven years. And I, yeah. I finally it, see myself keeping stuff for a while. Yeah. I've noticed that too, that some of the stuff
0: that I paid the most money for in the past is stuff that I still have. And I pull it out once in a while and I go, Oh, it still looks great mm-hmm. and it fits great. And it didn't shrink or didn't do this, you know, whatever I've noticed also from purchasing a home in the last few years that like, it's surprising how many things you can get for really cheap that I feel like wasn't a thing prior. Like, I feel like my dad probably owned like one lawnmower and (laughs) now I feel like you can go to a lawnmower for like $199. And then it's like, it'll last you for a couple of, you know, summers and then it'll probably crap out on you and you, you get rid of it and you get a new one. And I'm like, what? It seems like a huge waste. I have a battery
1: operated lawnmower. Do you? Yeah.
0: That's funny. My neighbor has that, and I, and like, the old me would be like, huh, look at this guy with his electric mower. And now I'm like, that actually looks you, pretty good. You know cool.
1: why I bought it? it? It's the same battery that fits in my drills. Uh, so, oh, really? Yeah. It's oh, that is cool. Awesome. So I charged it, I put it in my lawnmower. Now, granted, you got to mow it pretty fast. I get 30 minutes out of it. Oh, okay. And then I have two other drill batteries that I get nine minutes out of. So you got to go fast with them. Dude, the gas
0: lawnmowers, like you commit to one or the other though, because you either have all gas equipment or you get all electric equipment. Like I have like a little weed eater thing and I have like a pressure washer and I have a lawnmower. It's, and it's
1: not only that. When you commit to the electric, which I'm I'm more committed to the electric now yeah. when it comes to tools, they're like lighter and easier and you don't have to worry about the, the, the noise and all that. But once you commit to it, it's like you can't change the brand. So, I'm on Ryobi, mm-hmm. right? And and I can't... Now, when I go, oh, I need like a leaf blower yeah. or I want to get another drill or saw, it's like, well, I got to go Ryobi because my battery's all fit. So, yeah. I can't just switch brands to DeWalt or see, whatever. See, the first like... And see,
0: the first... Um cordless drill that I bought with the, like the battery pack. I was like, Oh cool. And it was like literally the cheapest one. Cause you ever just like need a tool and you're Mm -hmm. like, fine, I'll go get it. And you just go get the cheapest one. Cause you're like one time use. I'm just going to use it for this thing. And I bought this drill and then the next time I needed something, it was a little like skill saw. And I would go, oh, that brand matches with my drill. <laughs> and even though it's super cheap. What,
1: what brand are you stuck on?
0: It's uh, whatever that orange brand is. It's like just orange. I Black & Decker. Yeah, Black & Decker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which I feel like now. they're getting cheaper, but.
1: yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it was it was a Sears brand originally. Yeah. But So Black & Decker is Lowe's. Yeah. So Ryobi's Home Depot. So sometimes I'll go to Lowe's and I go, oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, I'll just go get it from Lowe's <laughs> because I can't get Ryobi stuff here.
0: I feel like you're in one camp or the other. You're the Lowe's or your Home Depot. When yeah. did we get old, man? Listen to what we're talking about. And you know what? I was looking at my like lawn and garden <laughs> kit, and I was like, I am super old right now. I was getting really excited about toolboxes
1: the other day. I was in Lowe's, and toolboxes I was like, "Toolboxes are exciting."
0: I mean, they're like a, like if you want a decent one, it's like a thousand bucks. But I go, no, oh, no, no, no. I could really do you, use one. Do you
1: know how much? It, yeah, that's how much they are at like Lowe's and Tar- uh, Lowe's and Home Depot. But you know how much a for like our mechanics at work, how much they spend on their toolbox? No. Just take a wild guess at what the, one of their toolboxes cost. I'm gonna go with three thousand dollars. No, they're like ten to fifteen thousand dollar toolboxes. Is this
0: like, do they get them off the Snap-on truck and pay yeah. for, the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. for the rest of their life?
1: Yeah, for the rest of their life. I think some of them paid out right. You can like the, trade them in later for an upgrade. There's, you don't just when you're done with your toolbox, you don't just throw it away. Like. You and I would okay. You you trade up to a new one, and you can buy like a used one and stuff. I mean, they're they're legit though, like soft closing drawers stuff. I mean, it's all warranted too. They like workbenches
0: on top. Like yeah. I saw one that had like a thick piece of wood, and I go, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because there was a guy that I was buddies with when I was in college. He didn't go to college, and he was always giving me a hard times. Like, dude, you've been in college for like ever now. I was in college <laughs> for four years. So like, Everybody goes college, I was like for the four normal years. amount, man. I'm, they're just here, but it's like every year you're going <laughs> back again. Yes, dude, I gotta finish this. <laughs> And what did he do? He, so interesting story. He started at Les Schwab when he was just like, you know, tired. He of started breaks. at or started? Started his career oh, okay. in Les Schwab. And then he became like a full time technician at like a private shop in Portland. And oh, so, yeah, you've told me about him. So he's given me, um, this hard time about my student loans because it's like 300, 400 bucks a month, you know, for student loans. And I go, yeah, it's a little embarrassing because I really didn't need my degree to get my job now. And I mean, I, I don't regret I it. You needed it
1: for the podcast because you're true. an economist.
0: That's all I've got. Yeah. And so one day I'm visiting him at his job. He owns a shop and this Snap-on truck pulls up and he gets on there and he's picking out tools and he's like, yeah, dude, I pay them like 900 bucks a month. <laughs> I go... Dude, how is that any different? That's more expensive than my degree. And I go, oh, really? Like forever? I go, when was the last time you were like squared up? And he goes, I've never been squared up with them. (laughs) He's like, I, he's just when you're this close, you just buy a bunch more stuff and you're back in debt. And he's like, that's just their racket. And I go, that's as bad as college.
1: Yeah, that's it's all perception with people on what you. (laughs) Oh, you're paying student loans? That sucks. Yeah.
0: Or dude, I remember just calculating because they would eat fast food every single day. Um, drinks and you know, the whole nine yards. I go, you guys are spending a lot of money doing this whole thing too. So I don't know. E- eating Perception. out
1: for lunch is an interesting thing. Cause it's like, do you realize how much of your wages you're just pissing away? Yes. On lunch. And especially when they like go out and I mean, dude, you can easily spend 25, 30 bucks on a lunch and then you're like, that- dude, that you was, could, like I a couple see hours people
0: who I go, you're definitely spending at least three or $400 a month on food on, on like your lunches, I should say. And I get, people give me kind of a hard time cause I'm always eating like out of
1: Tupperware, like pre-made mm-hmm. food. And I go, yeah, you always have the largest, largest lunchbox there I, ever was. I do.
0: And you know what? It probably cost me a fraction. And part of it is the health aspect. Yes. Cause if you make your food at home, it's generally healthier. Do you healthier. make
1: it before you go to work or do you make it at night, the night before?
0: if it's my weekend i try to make three or four days in advance on my last day of my weekend so i just spend like 2 hours cooking but if i get if i run out of food then i'm just like i'll do it in the morning i'll cook like one or two meals for so the so you've
1: got your you got your meals planned for the week kind of the whole week i'm yeah. you know what i'm like i'm like i don't know what's happening today i don't even know where i'll be what if somebody wants to take me to lunch i'm there's no way i'm packing lunch cuz if I pack a lunch, and then all of a sudden, so-and-so wants to go out to eat, and they want to take me, then... Yeah, see, that's my hedge, though, for my health, is I go,
0: no, because if someone offered me something bad, and I forgot my lunch, I'd be like, fine, give me the bad food, I'll just eat it, and I'll feel bad about that. You know,
1: that's the way you phrase it. I would never say, give me the bad food. Whereas, say, yes, if I have lunch.
0: lunch, I go, no, nah, man, thanks, I already brought lunch, and they just leave you alone, I go, okay, bullet dodge. No, no,
1: no, I don't mean people going and get me lunch. I mean, like, you know, one of our vendors comes and visits, yeah. and they go, hey, I'd like to get you lunch, and they take me out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. That happens to you more than me.
1: Okay, well... Different statuses
0: in life. Uh, well, I'm just the working class.
1: It's more fun, and I feel you're like... You're the bourgeoisie. Okay. Well, I feel like I it's... If I brought my lunch, then I'd be putting them out. So, I, Speaking I don't Speaking do of that. food, uh, you brought graham crackers, and I... You,
0: first of all, you're like an, a grown child, because you're drinking basically a soft drink, and... No, I'm drinking a beer. Oh, okay. It's a beer.
1: What? Did you... Is
0: it, it doesn't look like beer. It's an IPA, to me. but you also have graham crackers, which is very poorly thought out podcast food.
1: No, oh, it is poorly pod- thought out podcast food, but it's one of my favorite. I don't know if you know this, but graham crackers are one of my favorite things to eat. Didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Somehow, not surprising though. Yeah. I'm, are I, you like a sweets person?
1: I love sweets. Okay, that, and yeah. So I can't eat a lot of candy, and I can't eat a lot of like I can't eat a lot of sugar. So graham crackers is the one thing that gets me there without <laughs> going full born cookie. Yeah,
0: I could see that because graham crackers are—they are very mild. Like yeah. they're not overwhelmingly sweet, mm-hmm. which is good. I'm not a sweets person.
1: Uh yeah, I was born. It's—it's it's torturous for me to not be able to eat. that I much feel like sugar. it's a
0: genetic thing. Hmm.
1: It could be. You know, my mom did. My mom did like one of those DNA diets, like you should diet like this based yes. off your DNA. Yeah. And she learned that caffeine really affects her and my dad like has no impact. Like huh. caffeine doesn't matter to him.
0: Do you know what your uh, genealogy is? Like where you're... F- yeah, Rachel
1: did it. And yeah, I'm mostly like British. Oh, that's
0: funny. Me too. Yeah. was kind of weirdly disappointing.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of Irish, like, barely. Yeah. Like, it, it would go British and then Irish, and then, like, there's a bunch of other crap in there,
0: but... Yeah, it was interesting, because I'm, I'm, like, literally 90% English. Yeah. Yeah, so... Just it's like, just kind oh.
1: of frustrating, because I hate them.
0: Yeah, I just I go, don't. I, I was just hoping for something more unique than that, and I'm like, no, well, I'm just a white guy, so... Like,
1: yeah, I'm not... I'm, I, I think England and British... Like the, the, the history, everybody criticizes the history of the United States because of slavery. Uh Right. And I I get it. Yeah. That part was wrong. Although everywhere in the world did slavery, Mm -hmm. but I get it. It was, it was wrong. The British were the worst. They're Mm -hmm. so like in every aspect they were bad. And even still to this day, I go, they're not that great. Hmm. They think they're awesome. And they're really not. Their country sucks. It's cold. It's wet. It's a lot like Oregon. Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. And they serve all their beer warm. Okay, And they think that's cool. Yeah. Went to a bar there, and I got a warm beer, and I was like, um, like, was it meant, is your, like, kegerator broken or something? (laughs) Like, what's going on here? And they're like, looked at me like I was an idiot, because that's how, that's how they are. And then you go over, just, you know, a little skip over to Ireland. Ireland hates them as well, because they, like, pillaged and, and raped all their women. Huh. And, and put a I, bunch of people to death. I really feel like there's cooler, um, white lineages. We just to lost have.
0: all of our British listeners. We, we did. Luckily that we know where a lot of, our furthest, uh, that in that direction is like what we had like a, somebody in like Arkansas. Oh, oh,
1: no, no, no. We have, we're worldwide. Did you oh, know that? Really? I know, like, I don't actually talk about our stats for our show, but like we, we are, we, we have Japan, Germany, Australia. We have England. Uh, there's some places in South Africa. I, I'm actually very surprised of other countries that listen for who knows what reason. You know what to I feel like this is?
0: I feel like this is us talking about ourselves in the same way. There was a salesperson who worked for me a couple of years back, won't name names. And I remember telling this person, because they had a really amazing month, hey, you're a rock star. And then we had a really kind of not so good ending to our, you know, relationship. And then later on, I look at this, I'm talking years later, I look at this person's Instagram and in their bio, it says sales (laughs) rockstar. And I was like, "Ah, you're, you weren't that good. Like, let's just be honest.
1: Rockstar, man. You have to tell me that was. So for us
0: saying worldwide, I feel like we probably have like five listeners in five different countries and we're like
1: worldwide. Nah, no, it's actually more than that. I, I I know we don't like, I never, we make fun of ourselves for not having any listeners <laughs> <laughs> all the time. But if I was going to put that, we actually do have a, a surprising amount from other countries. That is really weird.
0: It's weird how, um, that exposure picks up like kind of exponentially. Like you go from nobody, you're flatlining, no one's listening to you for a long time and then like one or two and then it like builds.
1: Well, we, we, just lost, big- we lost everybody in England. Yeah, just thanks. Right, Based off my... But oh, hey, we can't. Hey, wait till I talk about the other countries I don't like because I've are. got a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got a list. That's There's our no order uh, our of the sl- list that it's in. I our just... slow
0: decline until we quit. This is how we're <laughs> quitting. We're quitting a year from now, and we're going to start by just targeting countries. But
1: you know what bothers me about England? It's like they think they're the best. That's what bothers. It's a little bit. But like... isn't that what people say about America? But we are the best. Okay, so don't you think they think they're the best? They think they're the, but they're not. Like it's not just that we think we're the best. Other people think we're the best. We're in and, and it's not other than... dude. It's not just because we think it; other people think it. We've proven it. Look at our world record. We like okay. We're we're like uh, nine. We're like nine and one in wars, right? I think mm-hmm. we've only we didn't even really lose it. We if we on t- a baseball card, this we, is we v- basically tied the Vietnam War. Okay, we'll mm-hmm. just call that a tie. Mm-hmm. But every other war, we're like undefeated. We go to the Olympics. Okay, we always get the most amount of medals. Not always the most amount of gold. Sometimes China beats us there, but that's because they have a lot of people. Uh-huh. But we always have the most amount. We're the people to beat, dude. Mm-hmm. We always are the inventors of things. We're the people to rescue I heard this. Then this is real and this is legit. Okay? If, if America somehow comes to its demise and there is no... There's... You know, we go social socialist democrat right and all of a sudden we have a fall and we go oh no things are bad and then all of a sudden we have a dictator and we're like somebody rescue us who the frick is rescuing us because america is the is the country that rescues every other country do you, what do you attribute that to what makes
0: us unique because i i look around and no offense so, to no I'm offense just, to americans but i don't look around and see genetic
1: uh you just, superiority you just uh conceded that we are the Best, right? In those regards, yes. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Boom.
0: Definitely. Oh, I wasn't disagreeing with you. Okay. I just wanted to prod you and see why. Why do you think that? Uh, which I figured to be something. Like I that. can but, keep going. But, but yes. why do you think that is? Um,
1: it's our diversity. And this is what's so diversity? ironic about it. Yeah, it's our diversity. Uh, uh, I love that nobody can see the face that you're making, but this is what's so ironic about the time that we're in because everybody thinks we're just like this racist, non-diverse country, but we are the most diverse, non-racist country ever because we have the most amount of other ethnic group people, okay? You go to uh, China, and we've talked about this before, you go to China, it's 99% point some nine percent chinese you go to japan it's 99 percent japanese you go to sweden it's 99 percent swedish you go to australia it's 90 percent australian you go to germany it's probably why do you think we're so diverse germany. we are diverse because we we were a melting pot at one point in time and despite what people think we generally get along yes there is some racism that exists in this country but we generally get along and we have we have black white asian um, Irish, we have, dude, Irish fighters. We have, uh, we have the other stereotypes. We have the, well, they are, we have the gymnasts. We have, you know, we have the the athletes. I mean, you have people that, you know, immigrated here from Africa that can run super freaking fast. And the only people that can keep up with it are the other people that are Africans. Right? So,
0: yes. Okay. I, I get it. And you're going down a real hardcore stereotyping, which I love this. It's, it's so not
1: stereotyping. It's factual things that are like going hey, stereotypes
0: on. Stereotypes can be true. Okay. But
1: Why? Why do we have that and they don't? Because we allowed it. We allowed for all this, you know, we allow, we have a platform for immigration. Okay. So
0: what, so you think that's what it is. What do you mean by a platform for immigration? Okay. Because some
1: would argue that we're trying to be very like closed border and not, not hundred percent. Not we have, we have an allotment of people that we let in, right. And uh-huh. you know, we we have some standards behind it but not only do we have a platform for immigration of saying hey if you want to come to the united states this is how you do it and you can but we also have a way for you to succeed when you're here we say hey mm-hmm. it's an open market you can start your own business you can start your you can you can go get a job today at mcdonald's if you want to or you can start your own business and you can start making a livable wage if you went to somewhere any other country, you would have a hard time. Okay, a lot, for your a lot, job. a lot
0: economically to offer. Let me just put that on pause and set that aside. Okay.
1: Do you think that we have the most strict, restrictive immigration policy compared to anybody else in the world? Most restrictive? I don't know because I don't know other people's immigration policies. I would say we have a stricter one than Europe. Yeah.
0: Okay. So but we
1: don't have the most strict, and I know that for a fact because I know, I know. I'm going back a little bit on what I said, but Sweden. They are very, very strict. Okay, but like for the most part,
0: we don't. We're not wildly restrictive. You wouldn't say, or you think we are pretty restrictive?
1: I think we're moderately restrictive. Okay,
0: so it could it just as easily you could get into other countries probably as the
1: United States. Like it wouldn't be I, any more difficult than it would be like to place citizenship. I it, think it, it's difficult in a lot of developing countries to place citizenship.
0: Okay, but not not but not developing countries like. Whatever you call it, developed countries. So if you're an immigrant and you go, here are my choices I'm- Russia, China.
1: Did um- I say that right? Developed countries, I think it's very restrictive.
0: Okay. More than America. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess what I was kind of angling towards because I didn't, I I really don't know the answer to this, but I feel like a lot of the reason that we are so quote unquote awesome at everything is because of capitalism. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with the fact that we've had prosperity for so long. There's so much jobs, so much wealth, so much money, so much available for people that people do want to flock here. So I would agree with you that it's diversity to a degree, but I also think that Probably the more underlying reason is because of our economy and
1: well isn't that the, the, the platform for immigrants so that you can get a job doing anything? Like you can literally go on the street and sell oranges like people do. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's capitalism.
0: That's capitalism. Yeah. It's, it's under the table capitalism. But
1: <laughs> it's it's indus- bending the rules in capitalism. It's bit, industriousness yeah. and yeah.
0: it's supply and demand, just like I mean, that's what capitalism is a free market. People can buy and sell what they want. So uh, that's interesting. I would agree with you on that. And by
1: the way, I do think America is awesome. I just was wondering. You know, and you know, what's so funny to me, this is hilarious. So there are the American flag with a little bit of the woke people gets a bad rap, right? They're Mm -hmm. like, ah, America's oppressive, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Okay. You know, these homeless camps that are everywhere in Oregon right now, Mm -hmm. we just drove by one again the other day. They have American flags, like just posted up. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and you're like, what? What's going on there? Yeah, it's like I'm. I get so confused about who hates America, and who loves America. <laughs> right. I'm like, wait a minute. What? You know who hates America? It's the white, young college age people. Yeah, male and female. Those are the people who hate America. Yeah, they think we're the. It's this stupid white young people that think we're racist.
0: Well, I and think you go, that- can you
1: can you like let the other people like speak for that instead of you.
0: I find that as I look around, there's more people who are, um, pro-America, but just kind of afraid to like, cause you will, you get America. called, yeah, you'll call, be called a racist
1: just for liking American. Artists. Do you know how many American flags I have hanging up at my house? Seven. No, come on. You've been in my, you're, you're at my house. I have two ones that I have a flagpole in my front yard and I got this one out uh, uh, in my backyard. You got one right show. behind you. Outside. So oh. I've got lots of American flags. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't underestimate my pride. Yeah,
0: I right. put one up, that I thought I was gonna for a while there during the election. I was like, oh, I hope somebody doesn't like shoot at my house. Oh
1: no, I have versions of the American. I switch out my uh, flagpole a lot, actually. Hmm. So, what was this podcast gonna be called? That's a good question. How Maybe do we navigate the, in the future? Don't get fat. <laughs> Don't get fat. Two point <laughs>
0: Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Okay. Stay healthy into the future. No. Yeah, I think that's good.
1: Is that what it is? Stay healthy in the future. Know. You know what? If, no, we can't do that
0: because then people are gonna see don't get fat, whatever the last one was called, and then stay healthy and they're gonna start thinking this is like a dieting podcast. Mm, I can't have okay. that.
1: Can't. How about I'll just call it Aaron the the dieter? <laughs> no. Because everyone would be
0: like, Oh awesome, and then they'd see me and be like, We'll call it H M. Do you ever diet H M? And we'll get flagged for trademark infringement. Yeah,
1: I can't do that. Mm. I'm sure I'll figure
0: out a good name. I'll be surprised by it whenever you release this mm-hmm. episode. Episode 42. Whoa. Racking them up. Mm-hmm.
1: No, that's just what I'll call it. Episode 42. That
0: whenever we don't know. Hey, those are our highest rated ones, by the way, too. They are. Yeah.
1: And whenever we Which don't know. Which makes me question the names all the time. You know, because what? It, here's what it is. I'm not sure they're the most listened to, but at least somebody downloads it. So they go, oh, episode 38. I don't know what it's about, so I should listen to it. Oh, this sucks. Turn it off. But they've already downloaded it, so it counts. Mm-hmm. Where it's the other ones were like, Bitcoin, I don't care about Bitcoin, not listening. Mm-hmm. But they can't make that decision to not listen on another one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It very rarely does it work the opposite direction where they're like, oh, Bitcoin, I did want to know a lot about that. Like, like, it very rarely attracts people. So
0: do you get to see, like, how long someone listened? No. So it's just whether they download it, so it's like unique views. Yep. That's just all I get views. is unique views.
1: And if you listened to it 16 times, cause you thought it was the best episode ever. I, I, I don't, I wouldn't know that. Hmm. Well,
0: we definitely need to, in, you know, in order to know what is happening in the future, you got to go to your past sometimes. And that means you and I probably need to spend some time going to our old episodes and just cringing through them.
1: Yeah. That'd be fun. I get actually more comments on our snippets. And that's why I asked you the other day, remember when you got a bunch of flack and people are like, Oh, minimum wage. Can't wait to listen to that episode. It was like a snippet of it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe it was after that. And I said, Oh, do they listen to the whole episode or they just listen to snippet? And you're like, Oh, they just listen to snippet.
0: Uh, it's always a snippet. It's so, just like the vaccine thing. Somebody's like, Oh, you're so you're such a Republican, not getting the vaccine. I was like, did I even mention that?
1: I was like, definitely not even a part <laughs> of it. All I episode. do is just try to take the, take you out of context, throw you on Instagram. <laughs> that's right. And a little clip. And then, Hey, it's going to
0: be a real problem for me when we start getting a lot more listeners. Yeah. That's great. Well,
1: all right, uh, I will keep that a mystery on how many we have, and eventually I'll... T- Maybe, you know what? Maybe by episode 50, I'll, I'll, I'll let everybody know how many listen, listeners we have.
0: You know what? I thought 20 was going to be a good number of episodes, and then 30, and now 50 seems like it's going to be big. It's a milestone. We should throw a
1: party. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think that probably just about wraps it up, yeah? Yeah, I think we're done. Thanks. Uh, welcome to the Two Opinion Guys podcast.
0: I'm Aaron and this is Marshall. Good night.